What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 110. 110. I can't look at you when I when you're doing stuff. When I try, you always try to make me laugh, so I purposely do not look at your screen. <laughs> How are you? Sorry. I'm okay. How are you? I didn't even realize yours says aliens exist. Good call. Yeah, buddy. Good call. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. I'm good. Tomorrow I have to do this thing called the Sun Run. It's like a 10k. We, I just walk it. I don't, I don't run. Not a chance. But, uh, but yeah, I'm doing a 10k walk tomorrow morning. Like, I have to be there at nine. Oof. But no, no, I'm, I'm, doing with my, I'm doing it with my team. So, you know what? When I become boss, my team can do it for me. <laughs> I'll stand at the finish line with a coffee or a water or whatever they need, and say, "Well done, well done." You team. shoot them with a con- a confetti cannon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I shoot shirts at them from the crowd as they run. <laughs> trying to peg. Them. That's um, funny. No, How are I, you? I'm. I'm I, I don't know. I'm. I'm alive. I'm still here. Okay. Still kicking. So, I was super super sick this week. So, I uh, had a little bout of uh, I think food poisoning on Tuesday. Mm. So, uh, That's yeah. Never fun. Yeah, I spent like basically 17 hours sleeping on Tuesday, and uh, yeah. It was, uh, it was, I don't know. I, I didn't get a lot accomplished this week. I was, I was just all over the place. So, um, that's too bad. I hate, I hate, I've only had food poisoning once and I was like, oh my God, I hope I never get food poisoning ever again. It's like the worst. I don't know if it was actually food poison. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like I had a flu of some sort that was like, I got a super crazy fucking fever for like 12 hours and then it was just gone. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I didn't like it. I thought I had COVID, COVID again. I thought I had COVID again, and I was like, "If this is motherfucking COVID, I'm burning <laughs> my house down with me in it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm tapping out. I'm I'm out of this life. I'm not doing it again. Um, <laughs> I just got my taste back. I'm not losing it again. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't going nowhere. No. <laughs> You're in my world now, Grandma. <laughs> Um, yeah no but um it's summer here man like it's it's been 80 degrees pictures of people like playing in their sprinklers and shit on the lawn i'm like what the fuck it was that nice that's crazy it was 26 27 degrees all week here good lord uh and then monday it's supposed to drop to five fuck we're supposed to have like torrential downpour tomorrow in my 10k walk yeah, look at so look at how good this shelf is getting. It's getting full. That, I was originally going to be splitting that shelf with Ninja Turtles movie stuff. Yeah, and now I more. No, I've made changes. It just that's all WWE. I gotta get my dog. Hold on. Okay. How's everybody doing tonight? All none of you in the chat, but that's okay. So you're, so many of you. You're coming. I know you're all on the way. Oh, so they're, they're definitely coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we we watched Blink-182 a lot this week, and there's yes. just... Uh, come here. Well, Finnegan, I don't know what you want. Don't be a little fucker. Here, you want this? Come here. All right. Um, yeah, so Blink-182, what did you think? They played Coachella last night. We both watched their live stream. Um, yeah. That's their first show was, back with Tom. That's their first show with Tom in, I think, it's like almost 10 years, right? It's like 2014. Yeah, it's got to be that area. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I watched it live, and then I watched it like literally like four times, uh, like over like the rest of the night while I was customizing and working on shit. And um, then I would listen to it again a couple more times this morning. So yeah, I'd listen to the whole set probably about six times, and then now nah, I went to go well, I listened to it again tonight when I was doing dishes, and it was like uh gone yeah they're they're like doing it by day so as the day progresses they they go i figured they would just put like yesterday as a whole in they will like a video yeah i assume they they put a couple songs on but i wanted like the the songs they put on weren't the songs i wanted so no they they were the singles yeah um, no, I, I, I assume once Coachella's done, they're going to upload like, oh, here's the Blink set. Here's the, uh, that'd be cool. But like Blink, I looked at the like other bands for the day and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. I know. Like, who either. are these people? I know. Me too. Blink was the only one I knew. Same. 
And the thing is, is they just got announced, so it's not like you could have bought tickets knowing Blink was going to be there. Because no. like my assumption is ticket sales were low, uh, and, maybe, and they wanted to get a bump for more people. <laughs> I, that's my guess. I have no idea, but like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I understand being a fan of like like all genres of music and being like, oh, I'm into like you know electronic music and dance yep. music and whatever. But like, you think you would want like some variation and some headliners of like actual like draw draw yeah like of, of like even if it's like something from that world of like dance music or something yep. like you think you would yeah. want some big headline name like i'm not into that genre but like i didn't recognize anybody yeah me neither but i'm also not into that genre so yeah so i'm like looking at the i'm like who who are like you could have made these names up i don't even know if these are real people yeah um but yeah, I mean, uh, it was nice to see them together, and I, I'm I'm glad. Did you see any of them before they went on on stage when they were just backstage? You couldn't hear them, but you could see them. They looked could, like they were having like the part where Tom was like rubbing his finger all down Mark and stuff. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's so funny. Look, like I'm always gonna have a soft spot in my heart for Blink, and I'm yeah. always going to love that friendship that they share and like. Yeah the banter they have between them and like it's always going to hold a special place in my heart but like tom sounds awful live and like i can't get past that that's really like that's the problem for me is like i can't appreciate their live show because of how bad tom sounds Mm -hmm. live and it's always been the case like i'm not and i'm not trying to be rude or mean or anything like i i i couldn't sing live rude ryan (laughs) No, well, you know what I mean. Like, I'm not another I, like, episode of Rude Ryan. You got me. I, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't perform live. Like, I, I don't. I, I, I'm not trying to like dog them. I, That's what I, she said. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I just can't do it. Like, I've seen so many talented people sing live, and now I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's bad. It's grating. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's like I said to you. It's like. Tom can't, I mean, Tom has traditionally been a bad performer. Even before Blink got popular. Yes. He was, he, the thing is, he never takes it seriously. No, but like, there's moments where you can hear in his voice, it's fine. There is moments where he's singing and it sounds okay. And then he purposely like throws in these like weird pitch things where he just like, it sounds like he's going through puberty all of a sudden. Like it's just like, like, he, I feel like, like what he does is he like purposely like oversells the voice in a yeah. specific way on certain parts. And it's just like, it's like, it would take you less effort to just say the words properly, but he like goes out of his way to make it sound like goofy almost. And it's yeah, just, like, it's like, he thinks it's funny it's or pur- something. You can tell it's purposeful because it's consistent. Like it happens. Yeah. In, a lot of the songs and it's like okay that's not just happening like you're no like you do that purposely like totally and like that that's my biggest problem with it is like i had to fast forward through certain songs where tom was the lead because i was just like i can't take this for three minutes i can't do it um travis fucking excellent though like yeah he was smashing the shit out of those drums he was playing so fucking hard honestly man they overall they sounded good i thought and like to me it kind of gave me hope for june because i'm like okay on a perform like not as like a a live performance versus everyone else but for blink standards i feel like that yesterday's show was like probably like a like a seven and a half out of ten probably like well you know their best that i ever seen them at being a 10 out of 10 was probably like um you know take off your pants and jacket era sure like live live wise yeah yeah, yeah. that was because like i feel like as soon as we got the self-titled tom started like doing the jokey thing where like he wasn't really taking singing his songs seriously and right like, i hate to say it but it's like the the time that tom was like best on stage was like when he was like under all the drugs and alcohol like that was right that was like prime time tom on stage in my opinion yeah i mean i've always had this like argument with with musicians like uh, with friends like about musicians of like and it's it's shitty to say but like do you do do you need to be like under the influence of something to write your best material? Do, 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 I think most bands sound better when they're like going through trials and tribulations personally. And like I've always had that argument about Metallica, which I wanted to get into anyway tonight about the new Metallica album that came out yesterday. Good segue. Like, yeah. Well, I've always felt that like post Saint Anger was the weakest era of Metallica, just because James Hetfield got clean. 
you know, and I'm glad he got clean. I'm glad for him being healthy and, and you know, all that stuff. But um, it's also like, I feel like the worst music came out since then. And like, I think that's like the case with a lot of musicians is like, they get sober or clean or, or get off drugs. And then like the material drastically changes. And like, it just, for me, it's always, I seem to think that it gets worse. Um, having said that the new metallic album is solid. Like I enjoy it. Uh, I've listened to it probably five or six times and like, uh, I like it. It's way too long. It's almost 80 minutes long and it's too long because too many of the songs sound the same. And after 35, 40 minutes of hearing, you know, a very like seven, eight minute long songs that are all very riff heavy, that all have these like huge guitar solos and all that kind of stuff. Um, everything starts sounding the same and it's very hard to differentiate tracks from, you know, the, from one track to the next. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like if they could pare down a little bit of their material and like put out like a solid 45, 50 minute album, and cut like three or four tracks off of each of these last two or three albums. I think they would have had better albums. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to say that the, it's a bad album. It's just like it needs to be trimmed. It needs to be like at some, eighty minutes. Yeah, that needs to be trimmed. Yeah, it, somebody needs to step in and say like, "Hey, man, I know you guys are fucking crazy talented and crazy famous, but also like that track needs We're to go to sell a record here." Yeah, like. <laughs> Let's put out a 50 minute album. Let's put out a 55 minute album. Like we don't need the extra 25 minutes. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, but that's the way their last three albums have been, but they're also only putting out one album every six years. So yeah. it's like, I I've think they've been a big Metallica fan. I've never been able to get into it. It's not my cup of tea. <sighs> it's hard for me. Cause I, I, I mean, they were my favorite blink and Metallica were my two favorite bands for like, from that's age. such a weird yeah, but that's that's always been me, right? Like I know. I, know. I I've I loved Alanis Morissette and 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 uh you know no doubt and like shit like that. And then meanwhile I was listening to Metallica and Megadeth, like yeah, yeah. I've always had that kind of like pop centric mind, but I also love heavy guitar riffs and stuff. So um but yeah, like James sounds really good on this album and like some of the riffs and stuff that there is on the album, there's some really catchy moments, and I'm like, oh, this is a really great track. I would lose two or three tracks before this and two or three tracks after this, but you know, and we um, got here eventually. We got here. We got, there's, you know, there's six <laughs> fucking great tracks on this album and then there's a couple of mediocre tracks and then there's a few duds. So um, yeah, I don't know. 72 seasons. If you're in, in, into Metallica, you'll probably like it. Um, if you're not into Metallica, I don't think this will change anything for you, you know? There you have um, it. But like, I, like, like we were saying before we went live, like I hope this Blink album comes out soon because I really love like a great, pop punk summer album to this jam to all summer i was just talking to my friend right before i came on here we were texting and he's going to the blink show in in vancouver yep. and uh he's like man he's like after watching coachella he's like i'm so excited and i was like the thing is is like when we see them at the end of june it's gonna be like they'll be kind of like at the prime of the tour like they'll be sounding their best they'll be their tightest the, it'll be yep. before the point that tom really stops caring and like is probably still on like the enjoying it stage because it's sounding better kind of thing. So yep. I feel like we're pretty fortunate where we are in the tour versus like where the tour actually goes. Yep. That was always my worry. It's like, I'm sorry, my table keeps shaking. My dog is just being absolutely mental. Um, <laughs> it's like you have an earthquake. <laughs> yeah, my dog's just moving around on my lap, and every time he moves, he's shaking the fucking table. Um, that's funny. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, no, I, I that's my biggest worry about like this reunion is um. Tom getting 15 dates into it being like, I'm bored. I I don't want to do this anymore and bouncing like, um, and I think if that happens, I think the band's done. Like, I don't think they get another third member to come in or or anything like that. Like, I think they just say like, maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, but I hope the album's great. I feel like Mark and Travis both like playing in and blink. So I feel like it could always, they could just, I feel like Matt would go back in a second. Like I, I don't, I would hope that they wouldn't fucking do that to him. I would hope that like if Tom bounced again, they wouldn't go like, Hey Matt, we need you back again. Cause Tom bounced again. Like to me, that's just like, that's just fucking low. Like to me. Yeah, I agree. But if it's just to keep the band moving, like that's the thing is Mark and Travis are going to want to keep the band moving. I'm sure. Yeah, but do something. Maybe else. not though. Maybe do not. Else, like if blinks over, 
fucking start a new band and, and get yeah. a couple new members and do a four piece, do something different. Yeah. Like, uh, for me, like you don't need to keep fucking drilling blink into the ground. Like, yeah, that's fair. It has run. It's definitely it's, run its course by this point. Yeah. Do, do something new and do something uh-huh. interesting. And I know that's a challenge, but like, you know, they're both huge names and they're going to draw people regardless of what they do. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like after this Metallica album, I'm I'm and you know I'm still listening to that Fallout Boy album and um, that Paramore album and so on and so forth. So like this year, busy on the music. Yeah, this year's off to a good start with you know new albums and like I really want some like awesome summer jams. You know, bring on the Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of. I keep going back to like listening to old albums and just like trying to get back into stuff. And uh, I don't think I ever showed you this. There's this band called it's acronyms. It's drugs. I can't remember what the acronyms for. Yeah, I, but, I know. I know who they are. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so I've been listening to that first album of theirs. I used to really like it. So it's like, fuck, man, this is catchy as hell. Nice. I, uh, yeah. I, I got back into it. I was I texted you yesterday. Like I had this like nostalgia hit of like really wanting to be like 22 and going downtown to the loop and like Papa <laughs> Cheney's again for people that don't live in Windsor. This is going to mean nothing, but yes, I mean they're just two dive bars that were in, in, in the city. We live, you know, grew up in and, uh, uh, I $2 put on sh- fish bowls or $6 fish bowls, $6 fish bowls. And they're Canadian. Yeah. You, That's like a dollar 50 American. Yeah. It was insane. Um, but yeah, so I threw on She Wants Revenge, which was like a, a really popular yep. band in that era that like I loved. I love them. They haven't put out an album in like 15 years, but uh, just like dancey loop vibes. And I was listening to that at work last night and I was like, man, I could really get down to this. Um, <laughs> threw, your, threw your boner around? Just... Yeah, exactly. Just putting up eggs, smashing them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what, what, what else did you get up to this week? uh so yeah so i watched blink obviously a bunch of times that was pretty fun uh i was sticking with my jack black and i we watched school of rock this week which how's that hold up pretty fun man yeah i mean it's just jack black i, I can't even imagine being those kids and trying to hold a straight no, face there's no especially way. when he's going crazy in the classroom and he's like hopping back and forth like yeah. <laughs> like doing like crazy rockouts where the kids are just like what the fuck is happening yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it still holds up pretty good. I mean, I like I I feel like that's one of Jack Black's better like roles. So totally, I haven't I seen like that movie it. in probably twenty years. Oh, you should watch it. It's funny. It still holds up. There's so many parts where like we just fucking yeah. When he pulls out the picture of his roommate when he was all gothed up, it's like, come on, you're the blood sucker from Megadeth or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> same with like the kids in uh, Billy Madison. I always thought that too. Is like, how do these kids sit there beside oh Adam God. Sandler? Especially because Adam faces? Sandler is like stupid kid kind yeah. of comedy, right? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and then I obviously watched Mando, which we'll get into. And then while I was working over the last few days, I uh, saw that there's a new season of I Think You Should Leave. Chris All Robinson. Right. I did see that. Uh, starting May 30th. It's not out yet. May 30th it comes out. Okay. So I just rewatched season one and two. They're fast. Like I get through a whole season and like, like I almost got through both seasons in one night. Like, yeah, they're like 15 minute episodes. Or yeah, something. they're super quick. And there's only like six episodes or something. So yeah, it's like yeah. an hour per season. Yeah. So I just laughed. They're fucking funny, man. They're so funny. Nice. So yeah, I can't wait for the new season. Yeah, no, I uh, I saw the I I didn't know it was, I I didn't know when it came out. I thought it was out. Like I thought that was what the post was, but uh, I saw the thing that said like a new season, blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh, Matt will be excited. But um, yep, sure am. Yeah, I uh, I didn't watch a ton this week. Honestly, I uh, started the week off with Succession, uh, which was fucking incredible. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for people that you know haven't seen it yet or want to get into the show. But if you're not watching HBO Succession, like you're missing out on like one of the top tier television shows of like our era right now and uh this was a banger episode and like the acting was whoo fucking top notch so i heard kate actually watched it because her mom was talking about how good it was yeah it's really really good so um highly recommend that get into that show uh and yellow jackets is still fucking crushing it in this last episode uh nicole mains had like a huge part in this episode so uh nice 
fucking killing it. Like she's blowing up on the internet with how good she was in this yeah. episode. So yeah, I've been seeing lots of praise. Yeah, really, really good. So um stoked to see that. And um what else did I watch this week? Oh, uh renovations. I watched uh I watched the first episode of that and then I saw him on um Renovations. Yeah, well because Jeremy Renner was on uh Kimmel, I think. I had a I had a joke that I wanted to say, but it was extremely inappropriate, so I decided to hold on to it. <laughs> Great, perfect. Um I give that man massive props, man. Like he he went on Jimmy Kimmel and he like walked out with like he had a cane, but like he's joking. He's having a good time. He's like walking on his own power. Like the fact that he, he said he had like, I think it was like something like 50 fucking bones broken in his body. Damn. And, um, why, what is this buzzing noise that I'm hearing? I don't hear it. I had a buzzing noise on my end, but, um, might be in your earphones. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. Fucking props to him, man. Cause like, I, I can't believe that he's up and, and moving, moving around already. And, yeah. Cause that only happened in like the beginning of the year. Right. It's January 1st. Yeah. So it's been like less than five months and he's, that's crazy. His fucking body was crushed. Like he was bleeding out. Everybody thought he was going to die. Man. Because like, he's Hawkeye. That's why. Yeah, man. Well, that's what Kimmel said. He's like, well, we all know who the most powerful Avenger is and like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, so I watched the first episode of renovations and it's just like a renovation show that he's like, um, basically like renovating vehicles and stuff for charities and stuff like that. It's fine. I mean, yeah. it didn't, it didn't blow me out of the water enough to watch the second episode. Maybe I'll get to it at some point, but it's a typical renovation show where, you know, if you gotcha. see like pimp your ride or any of those like home makeover shows or anything like that, I mean, it's the same kind of style of show. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was fine. And then um, that's about it. Nothing that I else that I can really think of. Neil says, LOL, at Paul Rudd cameo. Did you see that? On what? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I did see that. Um, so when uh, Jeremy Renner was in the... Uh, oh, telling Renner let snow melt. <laughs> when Jeremy Renner was in the in the hospital, uh, Paul Rudd sent him uh, like a, a fake video message. Like he had paid for him. I don't know if you know the service cameo. Yes. Yeah. So you can, for people that don't know, you can uh, use cameo as like a way to get like celebrities to say like happy birthday to a friend or something like that. So you pay them like a fee and they'll like say like, you know, you give them the details of what they you want from them and they'll say like, Oh, happy birthday. You know, I heard you're a huge fan of me, blah, 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 blah. So Paul Rudd made a fake one for Jeremy Renner. It was like, uh, like Jimmy Renner. Uh, I hear you're a big fan of me and, uh, I hear you're going through some hard times right now. Um, and like, just made like a fake cameo for Jeremy Renner. And he was like, <laughs> Maybe uh, let, next time, just let the snow melt and don't try to... Jerry. It was Jerry. There it was. Uh, maybe next time, just let the snow melt and not uh, not use a plow. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was really funny. Uh, that's cool. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Hi, Neil. How's it going? <laughs> hey, buddy. Um, but yeah, no. It, uh, props to him, man. Uh, what a badass for coming back through all that. So Yeah, that's dope, man. Love to hear um, it. I'm glad to hear that he's making a recovery. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Miss? Uh, or the, not the Miss. The Marvels. The Marvels? Trailer I it teaser. Super fucking fun, man. So do I. I was definitely not expecting to be into it, but consider me there, man. I'm I'm in. That now, was it like because the Beastie Boys track behind the teaser? Was I feel like there definitely sets the tone for what we're gonna be seeing. Totally. So it makes me interested. And the thing is, is like we're gonna get more Nick Fury, which I like because I like Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Sam. and I liked the girl who plays Kamala Khan. So Sam. like, and I feel like her kind of like fangirl is gonna make a lot of like stuff really funny, especially with Brie Larson, totally Captain totally Marvel. Agree. And yeah, I just feel like I feel like it's it's we're in for a good little. A good little adventure so it looks looks super fun i like the concept and yeah like no getting, I, uh, another accuser so that's kind of cool i agree i um i thought it looked fun i thought it looked funny like i i, I think it needed that shift in tone to a, like a yeah. more comedic central kind of silliness to of it like um yeah kamala in the in, in the show like it, she was excellent and like that was our stand like standout 
Marvel show probably last year of like, wow, man, she she crushed this way more. Probably like by surprise. Yeah, we didn't expect it to be great, and it was fucking knocked us out of the park. So um, to see her in yeah. like a big uh, feature film is awesome, and like, yeah, the tone and everything looked fun, and like I, I'm into it. So I hope it's great. I the you know minute and a half, two minute teaser like doesn't give too much away, but like it's no, like oh, cool, no. man. Like this is this looks fun. It did what it needed to do. It got me interested. Yeah, exactly. So, same. So, yeah, so we'll we got that. Happens. Yeah, we got that in November. So you know, um, still a ways away, six months away. But hey, yeah, but we got lots to keep us busy. We're oh, gonna yeah. have Secret Invasion through June and July. We're gonna have Ahsoka in August. Yeah, it'll we'll be here before we know along it. the way too. So, looks, looks like, like Dark, Dark Captain Marvel Captain is a villain. villain. Interesting. Hmm. I I mean, I don't know. I. I I don't know I, anything about Captain Marvel, like comic book Captain Marvel. It was never a character I cared about. So I don't know anything about like her or the previous versions of Captain Marvel, like Marvel or whatever. I don't know any of those guys. Yeah. So, cause I never was into that when I was reading comics, I was like X-Men and Spider-Man only. Same. And Batman. That was, that was my jams. So. And Batman. Batman. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, look, look, I don't know enough about it to like really speak on it, but I just see that it looks like a shift in tone. It looked funner. It looked like a we're not going to take this too seriously. They're going to be body swapping left and right, and it's you know going to put them in silly situations, and that's fine by me. Yeah, um, should be fun. Yeah, and Samuel Jackson obviously survives in some form. Fucking Secret Wars or Secret Invasion. So imagine at the end of Secret Invasion. Nick Fury was a scroll. Could be. Look at I got this Drax figure. Yeah, I like that Drax figure. It looks really nice. I, I also like him. Is that new uniform? Sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I after I sold all my MCU stuff, they showed these off, and I was like, nah, shit. And I bought them all. Well, I knew like this is never gonna work. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm still not gonna be buying movie stuff. I just, but like to get all of the whole team all at once in one shot, so it's just like one wave and it's, right. and it's done. I'm like. All right, but yeah, that's the that's kind of like the last because like Guardians is one of my yeah it'll be one of my Matt, unless they do X Men stuff eventually. You know they're gonna do X Men stuff. This is what I'm saying is as soon as they start putting out new the new X Men figures, you're gonna be like, well, X Men might be tempting, but it'll depend on how much I like it. So it's coming. You're they've we'll got see. you. We'll see. They've got you by the nips. We'll see. I only kept a small uh, selection of MCU, and it's at work. It's all my import figures. Yeah. Neil, once I thought I was out and they pulled me back in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. They got you. But that's all right. There's nothing that's wrong okay. with it. It's true. Um, let's get into Mandalorian. You get into Mandalorian. All right. I uh, I really like this episode. Fuck this yeah, is uh, probably my favorite episode of the season and uh i wish it came sooner because it's way too late in the season for this you know finally getting on its way but uh i thought overall the episode crushed it and yeah i just wish i wish it was like episode three or four and not episode seven but uh it was it's exactly what we needed we actually had to move the plot forward and get you know get this pace going and uh i thought it, it did everything it needed to do to set up like a really good finale but it definitely yeah. should have been episode three or four. Yeah, I can't argue oh, that. Let's throw up spoilers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case uh, somebody cries. Spoilers. Cries. Sweet. Y'all be spoiled. Um, yeah, I I really liked it. I actually think this might be my favorite episode of The Mandalorian. Like, oh, wow. As a, as a whole. Like, it was just so good. And, like, move the story forward in a big way for Mandalore and Mandalorians. And yeah, I just, I like it a lot, man. I like it. Neil says, my buddy thinks the armor is a traitor. There's a lot of things that point to it. Like her sending Bo-Katan off and saying, get all the other Mandalorians and bring them together. It's like, yeah. "Mm." But it's hard because she, I feel like she's so invested in what Mandalore is that like, why would you ever wipe out your own? people but do we um do we have like a a for sure um like story line for phasma 
No. Could she end up being uh, like Phasma? Maybe we do. Could she be Phasma? Yeah, like could she secretly be like like once she we, we find out that she's a traitor? I mean, like I don't know. Gwendolyn's Gwendolyn Chick Christie is her name, I think. She's yeah, I, pretty tall. I don't know if that would line up with the armor, but armor is pretty big. But like I just found I like the way her the way her armor looks oh, yeah, like different true. than everybody. Like, I don't know. I just it made me think of Phasma, and then I was like could she just be like a side like Sith person or a side stormtrooper person that like, or like she's going to be like, that? like especially because like, so in the chat, the council of shadows or whatever, that group where all of the Imperials, the high ranking Imperials are chatting. Yeah. One of the people there is, is general Hux from the sequel trilogy, his dad, right. right. In that, the yeah. comic books, he is like instrumental in like creating the first order. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Phasma would be too early if we're seeing that guy who is a grown up's dad, right? Looking as young as he is. I feel like Gwendolyn, by the time she got to be Phasma, she would be like too old for it, maybe. I, I would just, know. I just thought that would be like an interesting way to make Phasma more interesting than the, what we got. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's like she was a Mandalorian and like fucking transitioned or whatever, but, yep. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, somebody's a traitor for sure. Like, I mean, this yeah. is clearly a setup, but like, I found it weird that just the way like the story has played out, like they were already on Mandalore and like fought that fucking like creature in the thing. And that's, you know, all that, like, why wouldn't the trap be set then? Like, it just seemed like it's paced wrongly where this should have came right after that episode. And like, after they escaped that, like that was kind of part of the trap or something along those lines. Like, um, they need somebody to come in and like really overhaul. How I feel like the, my biggest issue with pacing with this one is is it's like we spent this whole season and not really knowing the outcome of Moff Gideon, and then like we kind of find out at the end of that Carson Tave episode, it's kind of hinted that I mean more strongly suggested right. that he got away right. and then it's like the beginning of this episode and it's like and we're back and here's Mark Gideon and he's here already and it's just like right. yeah it's like it, like if they could have put that even like the episode after uh it the Tar- Carson Tava one where he finds the ship yeah. or whatever like then it doesn't feel so like forced you know you come into it and it's like okay we're getting to the end here's your bad guy and let's start and it's yeah. just like oh my god guys like yeah, that the pacing said, of this though, season has been awful. The rest of the like the pacing of the episode I thought was good, but it's yes. just like yes. too much stuff could have been introduced at earlier points in the season that would have made it feel more thorough, like as one story rather than just like a bunch of individual. It's honestly, man, this season is exactly like Bad Batch season two. Aside from like maybe I'm assuming episode eight will be tied into the story, because like heaven forbid it isn't. But like yes. You know, other than that, and this one we're talking about, there's probably only one other one that really has any real, like, total relevance to, like, the story. And it's like, that's Bad Batch. Like, with the exception of maybe, like, three episodes or four episodes, the rest of it, like, you don't really need... You could cut all that out and just tell the story in, like, four episodes. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I I, I think there was so much filler in the season, and, like, I would have cut the last three episodes completely out. (laughs) Jack Black going to don the Paz armor and take his place. Yeah, no, if if Jack Black shows back up. (laughs) We get get Kyle Gass back there singing away. Um, Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. I I think the season's been a bit of a mess, and they need somebody to come back and really, like, re-edit how they – how they played out the season storyboard at the season. Yeah. But um, I mean, my, my thoughts for next week, even are like, I've already kind of talked to you about it, but like yeah. my guess is that they're killing off Mando next week. And Sorry. I know like, I, I, I really think it is like, I, I just have a feeling they've been orchestrating this whole season to show that like Mando, Ma- like Mando isn't the Mandalorian. Like he's not the namesake of the show. It's Bo. It's Bo. And they're shifting the storyline slightly this entire season to really shift as her as the lead character and him as like kind of the secondary character. And I just really feel like the next episode is definitely going to be like, all right, we kill him off. 
I have a feeling like Pedro Pascal has a lot on his plate. And if he's doing last of us season two, maybe season three back to back, like who knows exactly how they're going to do that. He's going to be very busy. Like when are they going to fit in Mandalorian season four or whatever the fuck they're going to do with Mandalorian. And to me, it just makes sense. Like they have to shift Grogu around enough to get him back with the Jedi. Cause I definitely going to see him, uh with ray in episode 10 yeah and then yeah like to me that makes sense it's like he's gonna shift as a youngling within the the mandalorian thing probably to get start training and and like you know become a mandalorian but i also see him like eventually going off and becoming like a jedi you know youngling or whatever yeah so i don't know i just think it makes sense like kill off pedro pascal in the next episode and a lot of people would be surprised by it and that's a good point yeah i don't see them killing him i don't i if they kill him it'll be in the movie that culminates all these series there's no way we're going to go into that movie with him not being there but one thing that i could think could happen is they could surprise everybody and have Bo die and then have din step into the role as being like the guy who isn't feels inspired enough by her sacrifice or whatever to be like I don't want that to be for nothing and we're going to rebuild Mandalore and he's going to take kind of the lead on it or whatever. Like, I feel like, I feel like that would be a surprise because I do agree with you that the shift this season has been to Bo and her story and continuing her story. And like, yeah, I feel like Bo's story is more prominent. Like, I feel like we haven't really done much with Mando. It's just like, you know, I thought we were going to spend time getting to the part where he like went to the waters of, of Mandalore just to be able to, you know, consider himself Mandalorian again. But we did it in the second episode, and it's like, yeah, okay, so like that's really the only thing that we've gotten for him, like sure. you know his for his story, right? Everything else has been more like related to Bo and. No, I I I think that's definitely a plausible route they could go as well. Like I, I'm not saying. Yeah. I mean, I think either is plausible. Like, I also said, like, I think it'd be awesome as fuck if, like, Grogu became, like, kind of, like, dark because of the loss of of, of either of them. Like, yeah, he sees them as, like, his parents, basically. And, like, I think it'd be really cool if, like, all of a sudden we got, like, a dark Yoda where it was, like, dark, Gro- like, a Sith Grogu where he was, like, yeah. you know, basically kind of following in Anakin's footsteps of, like you fucked my family up and like, I'm going dark and like, you took, you know, you took something. The only reason, the only reason I can't see them doing that is because Grogu's so cute that like, you could never be, you could never look at him and take it seriously as like a serious threat. But I'm not saying like tomorrow as I I know, no, I know, but I'm just saying these are just the stepping blocks of like his his hate meter is filled up, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe like, I, I think that'd be really cool to see like what would happen if Yoda was evil, you know, like I think that'd be fun, but um who knows i mean like i hope they're more creative than i am i would you know <laughs> like they're getting paid big dollars if i come up with their fucking plot lines then maybe i should be making some money here but they're like then it's like dark yoda <laughs> <laughs> you see that in the boardroom and everybody's mind explodes they're like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of grogu man his little fucking ig droid that he rides now that's the fucking funniest thing that's so funny I, I loved it, and uh, it just the whole time all I could think about was Krang from T- <laughs> TMNT. That's funny. Gonna have Fed on a Rancor back to back Mando on a Mythosaur Colander now. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I love him. I think, like Krang from Ninja Turtles. That's all I could think of was Krang. I was like, yeah, I like, just like his yes and no buttons too. That's fucking great. I mean, so it doesn't funny. make any sense why he wouldn't have the ability to like say more than yes and no within this like fucking super smart droid, but like whatever, it's cute. Yeah, it is. And cute. I loved uh the little fucking creature guys that yeah. repaired repaired no him. Squeezy. Yeah, no squeezy. <laughs> Bad baby. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh it's adorable. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, man. It, it he's cute as hell, and it was he was great. He's right up there. So, you can yeah. see him. Little baby Grogs. So cute. So yeah, cute. But, but um, no, I, I love I love the IG stuff too. And like, I, I mean, I think Very it's fun. It was just a cute little callback to episode one that they finally kind of paid off. And like, yeah. Um, 
yeah, like I said, this was every everything that episode three and four should have been. It's, it's just way too late in the season, but I'm glad we finally got to a point where we're getting some good shit. And yeah, it's sad that we only have one it episode left long. and then we're going to yeah. get, you know, a year break or whatever. So longer than that. Yeah, probably. Probably like a year and a half, two years. So um, like you said, he's busy. Yeah, he's super, even though I know he's, he's the busy. one, he's not the one in the armor most of the time. Paul said on uh, on the Boba Squadron podcast that uh, when they were shooting this season of Mandalorian, he was on the set of Last of Us because yeah. he's not even in the suit. He's like the only time he's in the suit is when he takes his helmet off. Right. So far this season, that's zero times. Well, he said too. Like I saw some interview somewhere where he's like, I can't even see out of the helmet. So like, yeah it's like pointless for me to even try to act when I'm in the suit because he's like, I can't see eye lines. I can't see sight lines. Like I can't I line have to say up to the that camera. they do an amazing job. That's one thing I will say with this show with so many helmeted people, I feel like they really have nailed down the body language. Cause I feel like there's emotion in the head nods and the yeah. acknowledging, like, I feel like there's more of that than they, than like, you know, people probably don't take like probably don't realize like how impressive that is. It's hard to get emotion out of people wearing armor and full helmets that cover every square inch of their skin. Yeah, you emote through the face. Crazy. Not seeing anybody's face is a huge it's problem crazy, for show. Yeah. So like the body language that they all portray is just like it's pretty awesome. Like yeah, and even like like I know like almost all of this uh, like because I read an article or a small article about how. Uh, basically all the star Wars shows are just using this like new technology of green screening and the entire, entire like background of everything. And the way like seeing that now versus like episode one and two, where you could so tell how much shit was green screened in those movies. And then now seeing it and it look, it just looks plausible. It looks like they're there. It it is very like the acting and stuff is like legit and it's not like because they can interact with like what they're seeing right yeah so. exactly they, they can actually see play it. like they're there and it works it works so much better and like yeah that's the cool things about like pushing this technology forward is, is like as bad as i haven't liked this season the fact that we got a star wars show that looks this fucking good regardless yeah, of the quality man. of the episodes like is remarkable Yep, I agree. We also should talk about, I mean, we didn't, there's so much we could talk about. The return of the Praetorian Guards. Oh, man. The sequels. I love them. So, yeah, so for anybody who, if you're here and don't care about spoilers, basically what happens is the all the Mandalorians get kind of like stuck in, like kind of ambushed, like get stuck in like a tunnel between all these like Mandalorian stormtroopers and Moff Gideon in his Mandalorian armor. And Paz Vizsla, the big, heavy, armored uh, Mandalorian, kind of sacrifices himself to, like, close himself in with all the troops to kill them all. And he just, like, man, he takes out so many. It's fucking nuts. His gun, yeah, like, takes out, like, 25 of them. It's crazy, dude. It's so awesome. But, yeah, at the end, he's taken out by these Praetorian guards, which are those red guards from Episode Eight. And, man, they, like, make smooth work of them pretty quick. So I will say, like, I love the Praetorian Guards, and I think they look fucking sick, and I love their little, like, laser lightning yep. Whip whatever, things or whatever, they or whatever the fuck yeah. they are. I don't know. Like, they look awesome, and I that was my favorite part of Episode 8. It was, like, that Me scene. Too. Yep, where that um, fight with Ray and uh, Kylo, yeah. Yeah, and, like, um, so all that, like, I loved. I hated a Moff Gideon suit. I don't like Moff Gideon suit either. But it looks like they were just ripping off Darth Vader so hard. Like it the fucking light sequences on the top of his corner of his suit and shit. I'm like, mm. man, you you needed to play something way more creative with that. Like it just it looks ridiculous and I hated it. The thing is, is like it it like plays off that trope that all the Marvel movies does, which it's like, what do you fight a, an army of Mandalorians with? Yeah. An army of more Mandalorians. Like totally. it's just like it's just, yeah, it's too much for me. Like, that part I didn't love. I understood they had to do something to kind of, like, up the ante with the Imperial side of things. But, I mean, the thing is, is, like, they every one of those troopers were still cannon fodder. They were all just troop builders that they you just you could kill and it didn't matter they were just tougher to kill but you still could kill them all so it doesn't really matter in the end like no it didn't make any sense because no. like we've seen all the mandalorians get shot multiple times with lasers and be fine yeah. and then why all of a sudden are these 
Mandalorian. Well, the thing is, is these ones are taking more of a tough, tough, like a you know, a beating than the normal ones do. But the fact of the matter is, is that's just like it's not enough. Like if it'd be different if you couldn't kill them. Like if the if the armor was so useful that it like you know you'd have to shoot them like a hundred times point blank before it like got through or like right. you got lucky enough. You know what I mean? But it's like they're still going down quick. So like. But it's yeah, it's it's like that line in I think it's the Dark Knight when um uh they're talking to Bruce Wayne and they're like he's like aren't you worried about escalation and he's like what do you mean and he's like you know you start you start wearing body armor they start using body piercing rounds like it's that kind of the mentality of like well if all of a sudden the stormtroopers are wearing Mandalorian armor then what the Mandalorians are gonna do they're gonna have to up their game and like it's just this like constant escalation where I kind of yeah. thought it was kind of silly like it would have been way cooler to see like some kind of different empire technology where they're like oh we figured out a way to like you know out tech them or out smart mm-hmm. them in some other way then there's like oh we're just going to copy their armor and here we go yeah. Yeah. um neil says i had a problem with this last episode that paz kills everyone but the guards if the rest wouldn't have retreated they could have beat them yeah and i totally agree like the fact that they all just kind of bounced i was like well that's disappointing like why would you just sacrifice this dude like i love that she used the dark saber to cut through the fucking blast doors, like yeah. basically, like uh, in episode one when you see uh, Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Yeah, Obi Wan and Qui Gon do it on the ship there, and it's like it just it, it was like total recall to that for me. But um, I was like, I, I was disappointed. Like, use the dark saber. Maybe you could have fucking fought off these these guards. Yeah. You know, like I, w- I wanted a sweet saber slash baton fight scene like we got in episode eight, and like a sweet saber baton fight scene. Exactly. But um, yeah, we didn't get that. They just take off, and it's like, ah, that's kind of disappointing. But I'm hoping we get something cool with the dark saber in episode eight. Like that's me too. That's what I'm hoping for. But me too. Me um, too. I thought the thing that the thing that they did that I w- I questioned was, and like I questioned it before uh, I saw how this ended. So see, it stuck out to me was. When they moved everybody from um, Carl Weathers' place, I can't remember the name of it, but when they, he's, she's like, we'll all go and like go hang out above Mandalorian and we'll send a group down. And then if we say it's good, then everyone else could come down. It's like, why would you like bring everyone there? Like, why would, like, they were safe in that other place. Like, why wouldn't you, Navarro? Right. right. Like, why would you, why wouldn't you stay at Navarro and like, yeah. Like, you know, you were safe there. Like, why would you bring everyone to the one spot and then? Yeah, totally. Get, they they should have had I mean? separate teams. Just didn't make sense to me. I was just like, why would you? Because so, like, when she's like, okay, we're all gonna go and hover above Mandalore, and then we'll send the strike team down. And my all I said to myself was like, why would you bring everyone there? Like, why yeah. wouldn't you go and check it out and then come back if it's good? And then totally, totally, it, it didn't make any sense. Like, they didn't think through their plan at all. And yeah, I I, I agree. Like, I. I thought it was really w- well paced and everything this episode, but like, I really thought like the actual thought process that they went through, I was just like, this doesn't really work. Um, but it could make sense if the armor or whatever is setting them all up and she's yeah. kind of like playing, you know, fiddler behind the scenes. Finn, will I, you stop? I feel like that's probably what is happening. Yeah. Is they're looking at her lead and she's kind of leading them down the dark alley, you know? Especially because she's not the doesn't strike as the kind of person that would be the one that does it. But then again, maybe she's you know there seems to be a lot of things that kind of point to her. So maybe that's a misdirect. Yeah, no, you're totally you're totally right. Like who knows? It could be anybody. And like I hope I hope it is her because I hope it's just not like some random ass character that we don't know. And it's like yeah, oh, it was cool if there is a history with whoever that right. is. It was George over there, that guy that was eating the sandwich in the one scene. You know, it's like, oh, George, not George. Ah, George again. You know, but I'm going to murder my dog. (laughs) Will you come here? It's funny because he's tiny. Yeah, that's that's the only reason he's not dead. (laughs) Come here. Yeah, you can trust him. (laughs) Okay, or just look at me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah so, I, I love know. this episode. I also love the dynamic between both the tribes trying to get along, like when they're playing the game, like that chess game or whatever. And he's like saying to him, like, uh, uh, oh, Finny, chill out. Hold on. I'm going to go get okay. a treat or something. Okay. But yeah, when he's playing that chess game and, and he's like, oh, yeah, these 
guys are making up the rules as they go along or whatever. I'm just like, oh, man, these guys are going to fucking hate on each other. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Neil. No scissors for us. You, you can't win them all. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like that, and I like that uh, when the when they were fighting the two different tribes there, they had to use Grogu to like kind of break it up. And no, 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 yeah. no. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was cute. I like Grogu. I'll anything with cute Grogu. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll be on on that team. I just love that he fucking. Isn't he just can walk around now and grab shit and like I love that it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so funny. It's great. I wish he'd use the force a little more. Me not too. For hopping. And I stuff, bet you he'll but... do something this episode. I feel like he hasn't done really much this season, so yeah, I feel like he'll do something cool this last episode. Last episode, I want dark saber stuff, and I want Grogu using the force, and I want a cool lightsaber battle, and I I want. I think it'd be badass to see Pedro Pascal die as much as I love Pedro Pascal, but I'm less keen on that, but he does look like a bitch in this season comparatively to Bo Totally. totally. Bo's Cause she's it. way more badass in this season. So yeah. Hey, and fucking Katie Sackhoff is a lead. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I'll take she's it. Great. Yeah. She's awesome. Yep. I agree. I like um, her. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm disappointed we only have one more episode left, but you know what? Like you said, we got Guardians coming in like two weeks. Yep. And uh, Secret Invasion. I have to take a break soon anyways. After next weekend, I have to take a break anyways because I'll be at a cottage with limited internet access. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah, we'll finish this off. We'll take a break. Yep. Uh, we got Guardians. I'm t- I got a vacation. I want to say June 10th or June 11th. Nice. So I think there's a I'll week be there. At- I'll be, I'll be nice. in Anaheim like June 3rd or something like that, I think. So I just go to the food show. Yeah, so there might be two That's weeks it. in June that we miss. Yeah. But um, it's all right. There's nothing going on in June until uh, Secret Invasion Secret starts. Inv- which is the end of the month, like 26th, I think it is. 21st, I think. 21st. We might both be wrong. Who knows? And I have Blink that week, too, I think. Or the week yeah. after. Yeah. <laughs> that is with no internet. That's how the Evil Dead starts. Yeah, man. I know. I mean, it has internet. It's just limited. It's not strong. Like, I wouldn't be able to stream shit. Evil Dead also took place in like 1988, where internet wasn't a thing. But you know, that's true. Um, but it is the cottage is actually does kind of remind me a little bit of <laughs> of Evil awesome. Dead. So I love Evil Dead. Like uh, farmyard. Like, yeah. I want to see the new Evil Dead movie because it's supposed to be really good. But there's a new Evil Dead movie. Yeah, it's called like Evil Dead Rise, I think. Mm. It's uh, I think it was like limited theater release, but um, oh. next week, there we go, Neil. Next week, there you go, Evil Dead Rise. Next I want to see it. Uh, I love that last like Evil Dead remake. Like, like I feel like nobody's seen, but it was excellent. So it was gory as fuck too. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I haven't but, seen an Evil Dead in a while, but the I want to say it was like 2015, maybe or 2016. Oh, maybe I did see that one. Yeah. It was really good, but that was a redo, right? That was like a reboot, right? Yeah, it was with a female lead instead of like Ash, right? But Ash then, was still in it, right? Didn't he cameo or something? I think he had a small cameo, but I don't yeah. remember. But I don't, I don't know if he's in this one at all either. Like, I think this mm. is like supposed to be kind trying of to move, trying to move past Ash. I'm assuming he'll have a cameo because he's cameos in everything. Like, everything but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I still want to go see that Mario movie, but I don't know when I'm going to get to it. So just wait till it comes out, man. It's yeah. not worth the, uh, especially if you're like you know wanting to back off theaters due to pricing. Yeah, I would say it's not worth um, small cameo in this as well. Oh, okay. There you go. I don't think it's worth the money. To be honest, I don't. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's making a bonkers amount of money, so it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know anything else you uh, want to talk about this week before we uh, get mm. the fuck out of here. No, maybe no. I don't know. Pop that shirt off. Blast them nips. Yeah. I was showing Ryan. I got the rockers added to my 
collection. Where are you? Hard to do this. Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah, backwards and upside down. Face. Yeah. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, man. I, I I love that your wrestling collection has grown so fast and so much. I know. But that's only um, since July. All that. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. I never talked about WrestleMania Night Two last week, but um, oh yeah, yeah. Was it shit? Um, it wasn't great. It was yeah. fine, but like they've they've been really pushing this like storyline about uh, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes like yeah, going yeah. To ahead and everything like that. And I think everybody really expected, and Cody this is like win. spoilers, obviously. Yeah, but, like everybody wanted Cody to win, and like he didn't win, and. I think everybody was kind of like let down by that. It was just like, oh, that's what I read. I read a bunch of people are saying that they were like, oh, this is Vince McMahon, but apparently Triple H booked it. So I I think they just want to build it more. But like the fact that like Roman Reigns has had the title for like three years, I think it's just like it's so stale. It's like, I don't know. To me, it's like the fun of, of the belt getting moved around and different, you know, you actually thinking like, finally, this could be over. It was like, I don't know. But it's very old school because back in the day, title changes didn't happen like they do. No, like, even I how mean, they did in the, the last like two decades. Like, yeah, yeah, like late 80s into the early 90s, like people yeah. would hold their belts for like a year and a half. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, so it was it, like pretty normal for you to like have your belt for like eight plus months. Yeah, I, I understand. And like, I know they, they don't you typically you want to do like big title changes at like non pay per view events and everything like yeah. that. So I get it. But like, I think it was just a pretty big letdown for most people that were watching it yeah um and then like the fact that he'll get a rematch and then he'll win shane mcmahon came back and then instantly blew out his leg really (laughs) oh yeah like he he came back and everybody was like oh my god yeah like he's he bounces onto the ring and like we're ready for like a typical shane mcmahon like fucking match where he's doing some high-flying crazy shit and like he hops over uh the miz fucking blows out both legs fucking just like falls and uh snoop dog was the host of this wrestlemania <laughs> so snoop dog had to like finish the match and it just looked so ridiculous but snoop dog did really well like for the fact that like obviously it wasn't planned and he had to just That's like funny. fucking cover it but like That's so snoop dog did like the people's elbow and took out the miss <laughs> Uh, uh that sucks sucks to be the miz and your job in the snoop dog yeah your job in the snoop dog but uh bummer for him yeah it, it uh it overall it was fine but cool it's nowhere near like you know early 2000 you know wrestlemania 17 18 era of like oh shit this is yeah. good yeah yeah um next year's wrestlemania 40 which is fucking insane that is crazy yeah, I uh, what did I watch the other night? I found this good YouTube channel that has a bunch of like, like classic, like new generation matches. Yeah, I watched like a bunch of Owen Hart and Bret Hart stuff, and I watched uh, who else was I watching? Uh, I was watching like early, like more of the early in your houses where like the er- original Nation of Domination, which was like Savio, Savio Vega, Crush, and Farouk, like yep. before D'Lo and Mark Henry and all them. Right, right, right versus ahmed johnson that's pretty cool yeah i mean that was like before my time but i definitely like i know about that era yeah. but like uh i, I wasn't watching then yeah so. you were attitude era right yeah i, I didn't i really went down a big like gold dust thing too because i was a big i'm a big gold dust fan so gold dust was awesome but um yeah. i yeah i didn't start really like getting into wrestling until like 98 probably yeah so you were like stone cold era yeah, yeah. yeah. stone cold rock undertaker yeah Kane and all that but um yeah i don't know i wrestling's fun but like i probably won't really pay attention for the rest of the year until like yeah royal rumble royal rumble back. time in january and then i'll get into it again for three four months and you know peace out but that's fair yeah i'm watching wrestling content weekly right now and like have it- been for a while if it was easy, like easy to access, and it was like on YouTube, like I would, I would sit there and watch, like skim through Raw once a week, like no problem. Like if there's it was not full shows, but there's matches, and there's a lot yeah. of good matches too. But like if it was, if they just fucking focused on making it way easier to watch, I'd be like, cool. Yeah. But the thing just... is, is like I would love to watch the story. Like I would love to watch like 
Like if I could rewatch Raw in order of like the episodes and then the pay per view, the episodes and like man, yeah. I would start at the beginning and I would go through all of it. Like I would. No, totally. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I think it's different in the states, but like in Canada, it's just the way it's set up is such a fucking mess that it's like, yeah. man, I I hope with the sale of the WWE, like this somehow gets easier. Yeah. And they, well, like, they made the UFC way more accessible, so I'm sure they could. Well, that's what I'm saying is like put put the put it with the UFC stuff and just like fucking have it all in one place wherever yeah. you want to start. Fucking there it is, and like you have a disclaimer at the front that like, hey, some things may be dated and don't hold up by modern, you know viewpoints and like it is what it is like that's like here at the time this was acceptable (laughs) was it (laughs) well no it definitely wasn't but like you know what i mean like there's no way that you could do a lot of the stuff they did in the early 2000s in paper like dude even just the portrayal of women is crazy well that's what i'm saying i watch it i'm just like i cannot believe that this was on cable television that's fucked man no it's insane it's crazy it's it's absolutely insane there's no way you could do the stuff you do in early 2000 today yeah. like it'd be yeah. canceled immediately sure would so, um yeah i don't know but what can you do what can, what you, can do? you do i'm loving it though i'm only liking old stuff i'm not i don't care what anybody says i've had so many people that are like you should give AEW a try no i don't want to the budget isn't there with AEW. i'm sorry i've tried to watch it a few times and it's like this looks like fucking cheap as shit fucking wcw area like bad wcw era cheapness like i i mean maybe it's changed since i gave it a try but like to me it's just like it's the quality is not there everyone talks about them like they're like prime era rest wwf comparable i mean maybe the lines and shit i don't know or the matches but like just like the set and like the the entrances and like the pyro and like all that stuff that's the stuff i like really like sucked me in about wrestling was like the the pop and circumstance sucked like, me in yeah and like i just didn't have that it's just like yeah, that's fair. low budget fucking like set up in somebody's backyard shit like i don't know it's just like well. yeah that's fair enough um i mean i like all of it too but when i find myself watching like those older wwf shows where they're in crowds of like eight eight hundred or or eight thousand yeah. i mean instead yeah. of like you know a hundred thousand or whatever it's like I'm just like I kind of like that you can see to like the back of the room, like in the audience. Like it's cool. It's different, right? Like and like the sets are definitely more stripped down, right? But I don't know. I liked it. Well, it's like it's like a concert, right? Like there's something about an intimate setting that yeah. like changes the mood of of what's going on. You feel like yeah. you're way more a part of what's going on because you're 20 feet away from the stage instead of in the totally. fucking nosebleeds. And like that's why I've always preferred a, a small venue show over like you know a yeah. arena or arena, yeah, yeah. Um, but like everything is arenas now, and it sucks. Yep, I'm not um, a big fan of arenas, but sound quality goes down. The you know, yep. So, but I oh, God, I got to go to a concert. I miss concerts, man. I'm itching. Uh, I'm yeah, itching. I can't wait. June, I got concerts and stand up. I got June's- Jimmy Carr. Oh, I bought. Uh, Anthony Jesselneck tickets. Oh, for that's awesome. I would love to see Anthony Jesselneck as well. He's very funny. I, I hope I he has a new, uh, new like uh, stand up yeah, stand up on, on Netflix soon because like I'll I have he hasn't had one in a long time. Because Kate will not go up to that one. <laughs> I wouldn't dare bring her to that one. Is that in Vancouver? Yeah, it's in Vancouver. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Should be good. Um. Yeah, I have nothing lined up for the rest of the year so far. So I was looking at some concerts and stuff, but everything's so pricey now that I'm like, yeah, I'm not spending that. Well, I would have gone to see. Did you see that lineup for All American Rejects Newfound Glory? Yeah, if All American Rejects wasn't headlining, I would have went. I uh, I I wanted to go because starting line is back together and is they're opening for your show, not for mine. We have Motion City, which still would be good, but Motion City's awesome, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, if I got to see, you could take all American Rejects out, and I would take Motion totally. City starting starting line and Newfound Glory. That's I that's that. the lineup. Like to me, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, how is all American Rejects headlining this? This is I know, me absurd. too. Absurd. Of those absurd. three bands, they'd be the last one I feel like would be headlining, but. Maybe I guess they're way more popular than I than I thought, but like I, I don't get it. I thought seeing that lineup, I'd be like, Newfound Glory should be headlining mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Um, I mean, I at haven't liked co, it. at least co-headlining. I haven't liked a newfound glory album in forever, but like in a minute, I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, I yeah. haven't even listened to the last couple. Yeah, they're terrible. So I haven't listened to them. Um, I don't know. I hope we get some good tours this summer because I really, I, I just miss live music. I'm, I'm yeah. really getting that itch for some good shows. Some so. good stuff, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of this week's episode. Um, if you like Word. this, maybe uh, consider subscribing to the channel. Uh, we'd appreciate it. You can follow us at Moose Milk Media and at Customs by Matthew on Instagram. You can subscribe eh, subscribe to both of our channels on YouTube uh, or grab the show on podcast services. It's there. You know it. Um, next there. week we will be covering the Mandalorian finale. Sure uh, will. So that would be a fun time, and then we'll yep. be taking a week off. So, um, yeah. I hope you all had fun. Thanks, Neil, for uh, the chit chats. Yes, thanks, Neil. Always uh, nice to hear from you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Ciao, everybody. Peace out. Bye bye.